Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, July 26th. Listen to Two and a Half Hoopers, Alan Crabb's favorite basketball podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Lehman. With me, I'm joined with, as always, George Martin. Oh, I get an as always. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And not not always, but he's my favorite co-host, George, Josh Rose. <laughs> I'm back That's great. That's great. He's back Long from trip. Hawaii. Describe Hawaii in two, two sentences. Two sentences? Uh, we don't got all day. Nice physical rest, semicolon, however. Not a, not a fun no week with the parents, I'll tell you that. <laughs> did he get to go to Pearl Harbor? He did. He, he, my Thank dad goodness. was very excited about Pearl Harbor. We went to the Arizona Memorial. Very nice. Mr. Yeah, Rhodes, big Pearl amazing. Harbor guy. So, uh, Mr. Rhodes, big history guy. I'm, I'm a big history guy. Anyways, uh, we held them the fort without you. I only got any listens, uh, but we held on the fort without you. Uh, we course. covered – you missed uh, only, you know, uh, a champion being crowned. But, <laughs> I did. you know, uh, I missed uh, the parade because Phoenix didn't pull it through. So we all have uh, – we, we all that, have was, that was crazy. I'm sure we'll get into the Giannis talk over in the offseason, but that was a very – very crazy way to go out, and George so, George talked about it way too much, so I won't say. So anything. I don't I don't want to break down. I don't want to break down because it's old news. But you had sons in five. What <laughs> are you are you so are you embarrassed? Are you happy? No, for I, I, honestly, I, I was I was wrong, and I was upset about the parade thing. But it was so fun seeing Giannis win. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, it was a it was what I wanted most was a good series because I feel like we've been ripped with that, with the injuries. And thankfully we didn't get injuries or anything too drastic. Uh, it just seemed like it was just a great series overall. And I'm, I'm, I'm not embarrassed at all. I'll take, I'll take that. I'll take that L. It was very cool watching. It's real at the end of the series is very hard to not root for Giannis. Mm. So, well, yeah, now that I'm back in my hometown, Josh is too. He didn't grow the beard out like me, but I'll probably shave it there anyways. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, wait. I, I'm back in my hometown. You've been here. You've been here. But now I can actually plan a good show. Don't so give gotta, him attention, please. Now we, now we got a pretty good show. we got a pretty layered show. Uh, we're going to start with a mock draft between Josh and George. Uh, welcome oh, back, sure. Josh. That's going to be fun. We got the draft on Thursday. Uh, then a lot more draft rumors that I'm sure Josh will just cover anyways because – He's got a lot to prove this pod if he's not going to get kicked off. Uh, other news <laughs> around the league. Uh, Bradley Beal m- might be wanting out. He's evaluating his future with the Wizards. Uh, so we'll see uh, what the guys think about that. And then uh, I, I get to talk a little bit because Team USA dropped their first official game since 2004. And yes, I am American, but I'm also very senile. And uh, I don't know if they can do it this year. And the guys think they can. So we'll talk about that. Uh, but first, remember if you like what you hear, make sure to follow us at Troopers on Instagram. We're doing George's Twitter now because uh, he's he's got he's got some clout there. He's almost at 500. Get him to 500, and we'll do a giveaway. Uh, but what is it? I think I memorized it now. G underscore Martin 21. Okay, I gotta memorize that because that's our new uh, our new business inquiries Twitter. Comment uh, but, if you're listening to this right now. Comment on the Instagram post that Liam's gonna put up tomorrow. What was George's? OG or not OG, but most notable uh, Twitter header. Don't, don't know say if it right now. People know that, but exactly. So if you if do, they know do. That, you'll get a shout out in the next one. How would they? You think he's got like fans that date back? You know what? I don't know. But I know. I know. Is stuck in my head. Josh would know. So there's Here, some you know some OGs. If you're, would if you're know. listening right now, you'll get a shout. You can come on the show if you comment on George's last post. 
on his personal Instagram account. Uh, he posted a beach pic. Yeah. Don't go on that one. Commented on the last on George's <laughs> recent beach post. Then we'll know you're a real fan. If we get some like random guy, I'm just gonna have him on. Like if none of us know him, and well, he just I'm private. Something. So like if some random oh, dude just. Damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna have yeah, done request to follow me, man. <laughs> no, don't go follow George's Instagram. It's not worth it. Anyways, basketball time. We got a great segment, so let's get right into it. Mock draft. Uh, I told you both to draft one through fourteen, the lottery, and uh, then also some guys get left out. We'll talk about them there because obviously the draft is very deep this year, so it's gonna go past the lottery. We're gonna have some good players past the top fourteen. Was uh, we always do. So uh, I'll start with uh, George here. Uh, we're gonna go in increments of three, just that way you're small little piece-sized brain can figure out uh and follow along but uh yeah one through three uh first up on the clock is a detroit pistons all right this pick no brainer josh and i have the same one don't think many people are going to be oh, angry yeah. with this one kate cunningham uh first overall pick out of oklahoma state yeah that's why i have it one do you want me to go right into two now uh, since that's the only number one talk we're going to have, Josh, you can hop in on this too. Is he a consensus consensus or is this a fit plus, you know, kind of because so, like Anthony Edwards was like yeah. a consensus one. Aiden was a consensus one. Is this kind of the same vibe as that? Yeah. So regardless of who uh, drafts him, I have the Pistons trading down. No, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have the Pistons keeping the pick. Uh, he's the he's the clear number one, regardless of who's trading. However, I don't think he's will be the best player in the class, but it right now just his value is just skyrocket and yeah i guess we'll talk about it more when we go down george keep going yeah, with yeah george give me a two yeah, that's a debate that's a debate to be had about if he's gonna be the best or not but well, that's can, not what we're doing here we can get in on that so number, <laughs> number two i get a little bit interesting here i have the rockets taking evan mobley um do you want me to explain why i think that or just uh, we'll, we'll go in three it, just we'll say the position to take, okay. i'm a little dumb he's a, he's a center i think he's a good center but center when we get to like 14 i'm gonna be like hmm, okay i'm a little he's dumb a center dumb, from so usc uh that's what he is and then pick three to round it out for the first three jalen green um from the g league g league ignite team that i believe is in la i have the Cavs taking him there all right sounds good uh josh so I have Cade Cunningham going one. I have Jalen Green going number two. Okay. And then I have my first trade at three. So I have Cleveland. Sicko. I have Cleveland trading down with Oklahoma. They're going to trade uh, the third pick and Kevin Oklahoma Love to Oklahoma. is at six, by the way. Thanks for spoiling my draft uh, trade, by the way, George. Uh, so OKC, or Cleveland's going to give up the third pick and, OKC, and Kevin Love. And in return, they will get the sixth pick, the 16th pick, and a first round draft pick in 2023. That's three first rounders. And Sam I have o- up three firsts. And I have OKC taking. Continue. I have OKC taking Mobley. Okay, okay. so so it's uh, yeah. So they get they get Mobley and Kevin Love. So front court of the future, obviously. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> but uh, so Jordan, my, yeah, Josh, talk a little bit about it. So I'll explain my – I guess the two big differences with George's. George can explain the, why he has it. Uh, I don't think that Mobley will fit with Houston because Mo, as much as I think – or I think that they will. But Houston, on the other hand, they don't want two lanky guys that can't guard like the Joel Embiid's of the league, the Giannis's. And there's been a lot of uh, concern with Mobley's uh, directional defense – He's a great shot blocker. However, he doesn't know how to move his feet very well, and he's never had to because he's like seven two. Um, 
I think my big issue with Houston taking Jalen Green, however, is they have Kevin Porter Jr. And they basically do the same thing. Jalen Green's a worse shooter. However, I think if they keep John Wall, which they probably have to because no one wants the contract, because Jalen Green's entering the league sort in the same position as Wall. Not a great shooter, but great finisher, athletic, kind of same same build almost. Uh, Green's more on the John Morant size. Uh, but I think if Wall can like kind of be a mentor and help him become more of like a playmaking guard. He doesn't have to be a complete playmaker, but if they have John Wall as that kind of like tutor tool, and I feel like Jalen Green's scoring is going to be a bit more, uh, a bit more better for Houston who desperately needs scores. I don't think they really want to move Christian Wood out of that five position that he got comfortable with a little bit. And then I guess going into the Cleveland pick, I don't think Cleveland likes Mobley just because of Jared Allen. Uh, I think they're going to keep him long term, and he there's has no reason to. Though. Yeah, I don't think they're going to move Mobley to the four either, just because he doesn't have like that playmaking pass ability. He knows how to dribble the ball very well, but he doesn't have like like how we saw how we used to see Porzingis in New York and how like Nikola Jokic is now. He doesn't have that ability, uh, and Cleveland doesn't need another guard. I don't think anybody's going to bite on Sexton, so they're going to have to trade down. They get three first rounders. Uh, maybe they do something later, but I think right now that's the best move for them. So I got a few questions for you, a few questions for George about that specific trade. Uh, but we'll start with uh, at number two, the Rockets, uh, George. Do you like, would you like Green and Porter or would you like the Woods and Mobley front court? No, that the Josh made good points on both ends. You could really convince yourself of no, either I'm guy. With, I'm with George. I like... I like the Wood uh, Mobley duo better than the Green. But Porter you don't think Jr. it's going to necessarily happen. But I don't. I don't okay. think Houston likes it. That's okay. my big thing. So yeah, I I like it. Um, Mobley can he's athletic. He can switch on the perimeter a little bit. Uh, he'd probably get cooked by a lot of these <laughs> these NBA guys. But I think he could. Um, and you know, I think he's a pretty good interior defender. Now, obviously, yeah. He's not going to be able to clamp down the MVP. Sure, you should know better than anybody. Anytime Evan Mobley faced somebody outside of the Pac-12 where they have the big grit and grind centers that are half the size of Embiid but have post moves, he gets cooked every time. But but listen, you're not drafting him for him to come in and go clamp those guys. He he can add muscle. He can add weight. He's incredible inside. He's a rim protector. He can stretch the floor. Stretch the floor. And then yeah, like I said. Uh, I didn't like Green and KPJ. I think they, I think the Rockets envision KPJ as like, as like their one of the future. But they have John Wall right now, and they're pretty. I heard that they envision him as their small forward of the future. Okay, well that's the, that, that, that's not good because he is an undersized three. But yeah, Josh made good points. Six. I like the pairing of Wood and and uh, Mobley. And you also have to think Christian Wood is he got injured last year. He was out a while. His contract is up after next season, and it was fairly cheap. He might, you know, look for a payday and end up, you know, leaving. So who knows? Maybe it could be like a, a future asset in in the making and keeping Mobley. And then, so what if what? I have a question. Sorry to interrupt you. Okay. If that happens and they have Mobley, do you think he's going to feel cheated out of his uh, position? Because it no, feels like Houston so. doesn't need him. No, I don't think so. You're talking about kind of Woods getting pushed out. Yeah, I don't because like, you know, know players have that. At that Wood, point, Wood, who cares? You have a number two overall pick, Mobley. Yeah. you're going to come no, out too. If Wood if Wood leaves, it's because he's going to go for a bigger payday. I don't know if the Rockets would give him that. But uh, moving to the Cavs really quickly, 
we've all seen the Colin Sexton rumors. They like, um, God, I can't think, uh, Darius Garland a lot more. Darius Garland can play the one. He's a lot better of a playmaker. Jalen Green could slide into the two fairly easily. That's if they trade. Sexton, if they don't, Josh's trade kind of makes a lot of sense. So if you want to leave and have questions about that, then we can move on. Well, uh, for one, I like it for OKC. I think it's an, I think OKC, it's not a clear winner, but you finally do something with those picks and you get a Shea top three pick. Shea and Mobley. And Great. Yeah. And I'm already See, my pissed. issue with Oklahoma is they don't have enough offense. They have Shea. I'm, I'm already Herbie. pissed off about them shipping Moses my, Brown. My, my boy Moses Brown of the Celtics. For they, 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 for, yeah, for, yeah, for, oh yeah, gosh. great, great deal for Boston. Good stuff for Danny Ainge, I mean, not Danny Ainge. Finally, Brad he's Steve, out. Brad, Brad Stevens. Stevens. Um, no, but yeah, for, for, for OKC, you get cheated out of uh, the ping pong balls, getting you a pick that your record said you deserved, and you get the six pick. Just slide back in, use those 36 first rounders you got over the next few years to get a player who's worth building around a cornerstone to go with Shea. Uh, and then for the Cavs. I do want to kind of touch on that. Uh, what do they need? Because you look at their roster. So I will I will fill that in with the pick that they get at six. Okay. And I'll explain that. So we'll later. talk. Okay. We got more we'll talking yeah. later. Uh, Wait till Lehman, then. I know that you're not well versed, so I want to kind of explain the Cade Cunningham situation because right now to you he just sounds like a six eight point god, but he's not. Mm-hmm. He he's, he's, he's like a Hank the Tank uh, six seven point forward in two K seventeen. That's yeah, how I kind no. of view him. Yeah, so uh, obviously the strengths. Uh, my big issue is he's not as overly athletic as people are making him out to be. He doesn't have like that super athleticism. It hurts him a lot more defensively. Uh, and offensively, uh, he does seem to struggle under pressure. Now, I know he had a big workload because Oklahoma State's a pretty unknown school in terms of college basketball. And they got the quote number one uh, prospect at a high school. He did a great job leading them to the March Madness as a 10th seed. Uh, but he still struggles a bit, and he makes very bad decisions. His potential is through the roof, and I think that's kind of where it sits at more. But he definitely needs a lot more work than people are kind of realizing. It's just that the gifts that he has, especially as a passer, and the, his ability to score kind of reminds people of like a Luka Doncic where he doesn't need that superstar athleticism. Same with Harden. Like he doesn't need that superstar he's athleticism. He's crafty. He's very jerky. He kind of has a bag. But if you're in the Detroit front office, is he your first pick? He has to be because he has the potential to be the franchise changer. Personally, I'm kind of leaning against he's not. He needs more. Uh, But again, they have that. They have great pieces Sadiq Bey and Jeremy Grant. Uh, They have uh, Isaiah Stewart also. They have a lot of great pieces. Kate Cunningham kind of fits very well with that team. And he fits well with every team. That's the thing. He's like a 6 He also wants to go there. He's like, I'm only interviewing with Detroit. I yeah. think it's more of a first first overall pick thing for the bag and the ego. But right. he wants to go to Detroit. So that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got our top three done. So I'm going to ask Josh to start us off for fourth through six. All right, um, ladies and gentlemen. So at four, I'm going to spoil George's. Uh, four, I have Suggs. Uh, Who's five, I have, Raps. I have Scott, yeah, to Toronto. Uh, Suggs, point guard, Gonzaga. Five, I have Scotty Barnes uh, to the mm. Orlando Magic. Florida State, Folk 6-9 forward. And number six, which will be Cleveland's pick in my mock draft, I have them taking Jonathan Kuminga, the forward okay. from the G League Ignite team. And George, okay. you can go before I explain mine. We have the same three players, 
Order's so a little hit, bit different. Hit it up, George. Hit different it up. Order. Different order. Uh, Raptors, Suggs. Oh, I love that fit. Five, uh, I have the Magic taking Kuminga instead of Barnes. And then at okay. six, I have the Thunder taking Scotty Barnes. So we'll okay. start with the, the one we agree on, Toronto, Suggs. Uh, he's the Lowry replacement. He's exactly. Lowry replacement. He, he fits yeah. with Freddie V. I, that's what I do like. He's an athletic He's an with athletic. With the little guard. research I have done, he fits very well with Freddie V. Uh, and yeah. you've got to start that youth movement. So you're probably going to sign and trade slasher. Lowry or he's just going to leave. So George, I have a question for you because I – Please I, don't talk about that game. <laughs> no. I'm, I was almost like in the back of my head, it was like almost very quick, like Suggs. I love but that like, fit. my question is, do the Raptors look to trade out of the position if so. Suggs isn't if Suggs isn't there? Because if hmm. Suggs is there, I think we can agree. Well, they don't but need they don't need a Kuminga or Barnes because they have but OG. Let, let, let me give you an example. I was thinking that Cleveland maybe trades a pick to Golden State, and Golden State takes Suggs. So in that scenario, they have been linked to Suggs. Yeah. Do the Raptor, do the Raptors trade out of that four? That would lead them with Green, probably. No. No, you think Raptors trade down? Oh, Raptors trade out of trade, it. Okay. Trade I think, out of it. Well, I think they, they would trade out of it if Suggs wasn't there at number four. Well, listen. I, I don't know because in my head, if it was they like trade, Raptors, Suggs, if they trade out, they could, they could, they, there's some prospects. I don't know if I want to name them because we're probably going to cover them. But yeah, they, but Pascal in the fourth pick has a lot of trade value. I don't think you're trading that for, you're, if you're trading Pascal in the fourth, you're going for like a home run guy. You're not. Not trading it exactly, for a pick. but that's what I'm saying. Do you think that that could get some them a home run guy? If they if they have someone on their, I, I don't know who currently on the trade market they could well, get for that. I, but I, I do want to speed this up. But there's only two home run guys out there, and it's Beal or Dame. Can Pascal in the fourth get either of those guys? I don't think so. No, no, fair enough. And okay, yeah, no. Yeah, okay. So okay. let's go to number five. Uh, who wants to defend their pick first? I think I, I'll let Josh do it since he went first. So all right, so I picked Scotty Barnes just because. A lot of people are comparing Jonathan Kaminga to Jonathan Isaac, and I don't think Orlando don't needs of that. I like <laughs> or Scotty Barnes because Scotty Barnes is more of a point forward. He's also a he bit a more of a better polished defender than Kaminga. Uh, he has kind of the Patrick Williams backstory where he's kind of playing on the bench at Florida State, but he has that skyrocket potential. I don't think Orlando needs uh, scoring. So with the, oh, Kaminga's a better shooter than Scotty Barnes, it's not by a lot. And honestly, Barnes can become a better shooter than Kaminga. But I think that if Barnes is able to play make, it helps Markel and uh, Cole Anthony become like score first guards, which is kind of what they were supposed to be. I don't feel like the Orlando Magic should be drafting for fit. Uh, they are probably the worst team in the league. But I'll let George go ahead here. Well, I mean... Well, here's the I, thing. I, At that I point, Scotty Barnes is better at, yeah. at, in value. The in next, terms of the, value, Barnes is the better player. And the next but they two do guys still need scoring. The Magic do need scoring. They need everything. But listen, the two best available, Lehman, are those guys. That's not a fit. Yeah. It's a fit and best available. So uh, basically, Josh, what he said with Kuminga, he's a terrific defender. Him and Isaac next to each other. I mean, that's if those guys can stay healthy and develop. I want to stop you right there. He's a terrific uh, defender with effort. He's not. He's not. Well, great. I would hope someone who's drafted in the top five would give me effort. But if he if they didn't, then yeah, that's. <laughs> like an, he he plays. He does the Anthony Edwards thing where he plays the passing lanes a lot and he inflates his stats. But if you look at a lot of the tape, there's a lot of plays where he just messes up the defense entirely because he's two steps back. Well, My reason for Cleveland taking. Like, 
if he's next to a guy like Isaac and he's in a defensive minded system, that Isaac's might not a big what if. Also, you also have to acknowledge that. Two which is why they, which, which is why they would maybe want to go with someone like Kuminga just in case. Well, I don't think either of them are surefire. I like Barnes's upside a bit more, but fair enough. I like, uh, I like Barnes a lot, and I have him right behind him. So I mean, it's yeah, not, no. They, the I, same reasons that you had that you like Scotty, I I liked as well. But I just think Kuminga is. I don't. I don't want to say more of a surefire, but. I like his potential more. No, you you're right. Um, so yeah, those Lehman, are I'm going to answer your. Go ahead. I'm going to answer your question about Cleveland. Why Cleveland needs a player like Kuminga? Uh, they get rid of Kevin Love, and instantly they lose that stretch four with defense. So they run a four out. Allen as the center. I like that team a lot. He needs to figure out his role though, because he had a lot of issues in terms of uh, in high school, not knowing what he wanted to do, and especially at the G League, there are a lot of times where he just seemed out of place. Uh, if Cleveland can kind of manage that, they have a very good core. Uh, Okoro and Kaminga next to each other, that's a very scary – that's yeah, a very scary throw, front court. Okoro, Allen, and Kaminga, that team yeah, has – that, that front court has a very dangerous – Resting uh, pissed ability. kind of love. I, I'm, so, I'm a sicko, and I want to talk about it. Uh, it seems like – at the Cavs, do your do your deal, which hey, they could. The Thunder looking to move up, Cavs looking to move down, could happen. Uh, or they just end up with him. They got the front court set, the resign Jared Allen. What's going on with their back court? Because I know they like Darius Garland so, a lot more. What happens with Sexton? I know you're a big Sexton guy. I I am, but I kind of get what they're saying. They can't coexist, and if they like Garland more because of his playmaking, so be it. I don't think he's a great defender, but you know, they they don't really need that if they take Kaminga, but. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they send Sexton off for a couple other players and kind of bite the bullet and then kind of just go with like a player that's a little bit uh, like a veteran. Pennies uh, in the like dollar and get some player. role players to fill out and try to make a playoff yeah, run. They can fill it because they kind of have a bad bench. The only player I can really think of that puts in good minutes is Dylan Windler. Other than that, everybody else is pretty lackluster in terms of the bench. But Dylan yeah. Windler and D Wade. <laughs> D Wade, big D Wade. Uh, anything else to add for uh for the uh, fours through six? No, Thank God the Gilbert should put me in the Cavs front office. I'm building the franchise. Now, six, seven, <laughs> seven through nine gets super seven, interesting. Seven through nine. So on the clock, George, you are Golden State. And if I do believe you have a trade free mock, uh, I do. Yeah, trade free. You're, you're the trade free, and then Josh got weird. He got so. <laughs> So this seven, pick, you are drafting as the Warriors. This pick is a little bit uh, influenced by Twitter, only because I've seen oh, a lot of Warrior God. fans. I've seen a lot of. There's just a lot of dialogue around if they're trading or keeping, and I've seen a lot of Warriors fans' opinions on uh, if they keep who they want to take. I have them taking Moses Moody. He's a terrific three and D guard. I think he hit about 36, 37 percent from three, and uh, he he's an off ball. He can fit next to Steph. They needed someone who can just play alongside him. And they've been saying that they're gonna put Clay at the three, so that's that's what I have with uh, at seven. And eight. So I'm I'm gonna go to eight. So, and eight. Uh, eight. You're on the clock for Orlando. Another pick for Orlando. Thank you. Thank you. This is gonna be a Chicago. This is gonna get some. <laughs> this is gonna get some bounce back from you guys. Maybe not Josh. No, Kelsey's gonna love this pick. I have them taking Boak Knight uh, from UConn, and I know. He's a point guard, and I know they have some some he point guards no on the roster. Guard. He's not no point guard. Stop the cap. He ain't no point guard. Keep going though. But and then number nine, I have Josh Giddy to the Kings out of Australia. Oh, I don't know if many people know about him, 
but <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he, he's nice. He's, 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 he he's can slide nice. into that. He can, he can slide into the three though, because I think that's, they're going to get rid of Harrison Barnes. That's so dumb. Yeah, dumb. Okay. But well, let's I, my, my trade, mine goes a little bit. I have two of the three, and you can probably guess which one I don't have. So the Warriors, I have in a trade. I <gasps> they go all in for Beal. Uh, they give up. Here's here's the trade package, and you can kind of tell me if I'm lobbing it. So they trade Wiggins, Wiseman, the seventh pick and the fourteenth pick, and they get Beal and Bertons back. And okay. the Wizards will draft James Bonite because he is just Bradley Beal, but six five. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't like. Phrase. I don't like how people call him a point guard. He's not. He's crafty. But he doesn't have the point guard. He's a good score. He's an incredible score. He he has very great. He's probably like a top five score in this uh in this class. At eight, Lehman, you talked about how they need scoring and everything. Moses Moody. He's he's my guy at eight. He's the three and D guy. Uh, they knock so off. Why didn't both you like Moody things. to the Warriors? Because oh, that's going I, all in. right, right. Because they're going yeah. all in. <laughs> yeah. Moses Moody. He's a project. He's a great he shooter, is. but he's still going to need to develop a lengthier shot because he's not going to get the shots. And he also needs to learn how to work with uh, Fultz and Cole Anthony, who are ball-dominant guards. Moody was kind of like the obvious pinpoint at Arkansas, uh, smaller school. So, And then at nine, George went the weird route with Josh Giddy, the 6'8 playmaker. I went Franz Wagner, uh, Whoa, obviously. That's Wagner, sorry. Uh, it is very early, but uh, I guess I can explain why because we went through seven through nine. Uh, he's the replacement for Barnes. He needs to get a better shot, but with him, he's a very good defender with his feet. He probably has the best feet. Pause. <laughs> like defensively, he's oh, he very. Do. He do. He, <laughs> he's very good. He's very pro ready. At 19, he has a lot of experience. He was playing a uh, pro ball overseas at 16, and then he came over to Michigan for one year. He's he's young. Uh, I like. I kind of like his build. He probably is not going to grow too much, but I think he could kind of fit if he can develop his shot a bit more, maybe like a Peja Stojakovic, and you know how Sacramento loves the Peja Stojakovic. Bring in that cowbell. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so before I let you guys duke it out, I will do, do the part that I know of, the Warriors trade. You're that That's the Warriors like like Kuzma – KCP TH team a first rounder like that's their like go to like here's what yeah. we'll offer you let's yeah. go get but that it's a lot, star. It's a hell, it's a hell it's a lot, lot more. It's so much. It's good. It's oh that's one thing two also first rounders. They, they can't get Bertons. There's too goddamn much money. They they yeah. won't be able to get Bertons. I was kind of on the fence with that. Yeah. So that's the most relevant part of the deal. I just want to put that out there though. That's most relevant. Throwing doesn't matter. It would be nice for the Wizards to get rid of that god awful contract, but they can't. So nobody's talking Bertons. So George Beal, so yeah, the, the the Warriors' core four of assets. Uh, is, yeah, is that's, that, that's what I'm expecting. Is that a the will that deal get done if you're the Wizards? Because I know the Warriors are going to be offering it. They have been offering it. Seven, fourteen, Wiseman, and who else, Josh? Or is that Wiggins? A, Wiggins. Oh, don't, yeah, I'm doing that if I'm the if I'm the Wizards. I get two hey. I get two two lotto picks, a, a reclamation project in the making, and Wiseman. And then Wiggins, who was solid this year and a capable twenty-point game scorer. I mean, you probably end up trading Russ as well. But if you get like a bulk night, Russ Mickey uh, is gone. <laughs> like, like Josh said, you could go, you could go bulk night. Whoever's at your two, um, 
you go Wiggins, you can go Rui, and then you can go. You can uh, if you're the Wizards, you can even go like Denny. Davion Mitchell. Also, I know yeah, we'll talk about yeah. him later, but yeah, we will. but yeah, no, that's that's a solid return, honestly. And Beal is, I know he's not like old, but he is he's on the other side of thirty. You do have to start thinking if, no. if you don't. <laughs> no. What is what? Thirty one, thirty two. Don't say nope, the other side Brad, like he's thirty eight. No, Bradley Beal is. 28, I want to say. Oh, yeah, no, he is not old, George. He seems okay, well, old. I just, don't know if they can, I just, I just um, don't know if they can put a winning team around him. So maybe moving on with that core is what, uh, what would be best for them. So are we going on to 10 now? Let's move on to no, let, let's talk about eight and nine a little bit. Uh, okay, where right. do you guys uh talk about where you guys disagree? So I we disagree think... with with uh Giddy nine. and our Kings pick. So George doesn't like George doesn't like Franz because he doesn't have a lot of room to grow. He probably is the highest or lowest. I don't ceiling. like him that early. I don't like him. It's top yeah, 10. but then you drafted Josh Giddy. What does he add to the Kings? He's a playmaker, and that's it. He had lackluster defense overseas. Lackluster defense. It's just because you like his size and he passes the ball like Magic Johnson. That's it. He's he has a nothing great else. Playmaker. He does not score the ball. He averaged like George is in love with this dude. He he's a great playmaker. He's, he's kind of like an award-winning smile. His, that was beautiful. His con- he reminds me of like Denny. He kind of reminds me of Denny, honestly. And who, what did Denny do this year? Suck and he then got good. hurt. He was good. He got benched. Oh, I'm sorry. He got benched. He got benched. What do you mean? He doesn't George, play do defense. George, do the kids need more playmaking? And, and yeah, the idiots back in the room. Uh, did, but do the Kings need more playmaking? They already have Fox, Fox and, Halliburton. and Halliburton, and it's already tough to coexist there. I would, he's a, a playmaker, but he can also get his own shot off. And as well. fits the role, man. He's gonna get the jump <laughs> shot rolling. He has a good, he has a good feel. He has a good feel for the. Giddy has a good feel for the game. He, he, he's an improved. Oh yeah. Oh, now. he's saying buzz oh, phrases now. We should probably move on. He's just. <laughs> good. He he's a hard worker. He just, okay. <laughs> All right, so Josh, you're on the clock. Uh, New Orleans. Let's do let's do ten through fourteen here because there's only yeah. four left. Oh, I was so excited right. for fourteen to be a, its own segment. No, ten through right, fourteen, so Josh. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. So I was making fun of George for drafting Josh Giddy. <laughs> the Pelicans will try to trade. I think this is the team that tries to trade so hard, but they're just not going to because we've seen them be stingy. They're going to take Josh Giddy right here. <laughs> <laughs> At eleven, they have now, Brandon Ingram. So why is it him and and not the Sacramento Kings? Why does he fit so much better with? Because all he knows how to do is play make. He can just fill Lonzo Ball's shoes. He could just be Lonzo Ball. That's it. That's Josh all. Is gonna, and the Josh is gonna, Josh is gonna hate my Pelicans pick. I can't wait. No, but, but the Hornets. <laughs> go go go. For so the Hornets, I kind of shot a little bit higher because I'm a little bit biased. I think the Hornets should take Keon Johnson. That's where I have him here at eleven. At twelve, all right. Don't the Spurs. <laughs> 12, 12 is kind of funny. Don't be another the Spurs. Guy. I have drafting Alperin Senjin, the Turkish six the center. Nine the center. center. <laughs> oh, he's he's foreign. Let me continue. Thirteen. I have the Pacers drafting Davy Davion Mitchell, uh, and then fourteen, which would be the Wizards pick in my mock because they get seven fourteen off the trade. I like Corey Kispert at fourteen. He is the uh, that's early. Yeah. He, that is actually not early. He's really. He's I didn't see him in, in most in most draft process. I did not see him in a lot oh, of. George didn't do his homework. Yeah. I just didn't see him in the top ten. And yeah, go ahead, go ahead, George, and then we'll we'll explain it. Okay, it so, so Pelicans forty here. minute mock draft. 
I got I for the Pelicans. Josh went. Oh, play me. I got. I have Davion Mitchell. I absolutely love him out of Baylor. He is great guard. You know uh, what? That's I, not terrible. But it, he could just turn into Eric Bledsoe. That's my he is, fear. He's he's a little bit small. That's that's his problem. He's like six one. He's a very small guard. But with six one syndrome. At that point, what's he even? It's even quite Hornets. Just, same pick. Keon Johnson. Uh, that dude's that dude's awesome. At eleven. Isaiah Jackson for the Spurs. He can fit the four. Twelve, George. Oh, sorry. My my list. You, did you I know Isaiah Jackson? I knew his list was jacked. My list messed up. It moved one. It moved everyone up. He's did a four. Isaiah I Jackson. I did. I did say Isaiah Jackson at four. At uh, twelve. Sorry. You got a problem with that? We'll talk about that later. Well, um, for the Spurs. Isaiah Jackson. For the Pacers, on my notes, it said Packers. Uh, Jalen Johnson out of Duke. Small forward, and then right. fourteen, the Warriors pick. I have Franz going there. I know that's probably he's not going to fall that far. I think Franz Wagner in uh, the Warriors system, very nice score. But we'll, we'll get to debating now because Josh has that puzzled look on his face. Josh. Okay, uh, I guess I'll just go down my list. Ten Pelicans. Josh Giddy knows how to do one thing and play make. I don't think the Pelicans need. I don't think the Pelicans are trying to balance another mouth to feed, so why not get the guy that just throws the ball into other people's hands? Why I, I don't I like Davion, Davion Mitchell a lot. He's a very highly recruited, but he's pretty old. I think he's twenty three uh, before the season starts, and I don't think old they need shorts. another guy. I don't think they need another guy that can score. Uh, so well, here's the thing: you're, they are the struggling. The they're already, trying, they're well, already struggling trying to balance Zion and Brandon Ingram's coexistence in terms of needing the ball. those two, who was scoring well for them? That's the thing. They can't figure out those two. Lonzo. I'm saying outside of those two, they uh, Lonzo wasn't incredible efficiency-wise. He will not be back. <laughs> Lonzo's Lonzo not going to be back. I think Josh Giddey Giddy can kind of eventually learn how to shoot the ball because he's not terrible. He's not great. I said the, that, and you, you, you got mad. <laughs> Double I did get mad because I had to defend my pick. Double standards. Uh, 11, Keon Johnson. I'm so glad George went with this. He's perfect fit. Uh, everybody's saying Hornets are going to take a wing. I think that's dumb. Uh, maybe they trade Rozier for a wing, and then that helps Bridges and Hayward uh, fills that role. But Keon Johnson, LaMelo Ball is a very good one, too. I want that uh, backcourt so badly. The so Spurs bad. one is kind of a meme because I'm going to make fun of George for taking Isaiah ja- Jackson just because he's just another under underdeveloped forward at Kentucky. You just, you just hate the, the one but and done. I, do, I just think if Pop drafts this guy, he's going to become so good. I, I don't know him why. And, him and Jakob Poto, man in the I, middle. Him and him and the ethnic people. The, See, the thing I, is though, like he's I, not great offensively, but he has everything else. And like Josh is gonna lose his marbles if he just No, here's the thing. George didn't do his homework. He is very polished offensively. He, there's concern about his defense. I think he could be a great power forward, like a stretch four. Is he white? Offensive. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna there's gonna be question about his defense hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, no, he, he struggles especially against like if they want him to play center he's gonna die against the Giannis's, the Embiid's. Uh, I don't know why but, you keep saying like, like these are like 18 but, year olds like he's gonna die against the, the all NBA but if the Spurs, but if the Spurs are able to ju- if Pop drafts this guy he's gonna become good I I just have a feeling I don't know why George uh, is biased because he's Turkish huh no <laughs> Isaiah Jackson no, no Josh's pick 
Oh, he wasn't talking about Isaiah Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. No, George. When I was talking about everything, I wasn't talking about Isaiah Jackson. I was draft. I was talking about my guy. Isaiah See, Jackson has everything we, but offense. Oh, boy. that's what I meant. I meant Isaiah Jackson does okay, that limited makes offense. Sense. Oh, okay, yeah, no. Because I was like, um, confused. No, uh, he. This guy is so freaking skilled. I, I watched. I watched some of his tape. Those some of these European players are just. I don't know where they create them from, but I'm scared because yeah. he could just he's be Darko so Milicic. He's so skilled. But but dude, his like I don't know. Uh 13, Davion Mitchell. I love I like Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, but if you're Indiana, that potential that Mitchell has to be like a franchise guard is like through the roof. And I think since you're already shipping Miles Turner out, you might as well just throw Brogdon in there too. And then go all in on Mitchell. Maybe get another cornerstone piece to fit with that kind of Sabonis Mitchell group. Where, where, are, they, where are they shipping him? Where are they shipping him? I don't know. Where's Turner and Brogdon going? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Just brought in Rick Carlisle. I don't think he's going to want to rebuild him. I just. I just did the draft. New point oh, guard. Oh, you just mocked. Okay. Okay. All right. New coach. New point guard. Uh, maybe that's what they want to do. He's probably the best offensively skilled player. He has the best bag coming into the coming into this. Uh, Coming into the league this year, Mitchell's got the best bag for sure. And then 14, Corey Kispert. Uh, he's the Such best shooter. shooter. So he, good. He, he, it's, this is, this is going to be Lehman's favorite player out of this class. He looks this like guy, Lehman. He looks like Lehman. This guy, I, he can't do – He he's decent at defense. I was thinking about putting Jalen Johns in here, but Rui's not as developed as a shooter as Washington would have liked. Uh, and in my quote-unquote trade, they lose Bertons. So Kispert kind of just fits into that, oh, just catch the ball and shoot from wherever and make Lehman, it. did you watch the tournament? So, he was the guy with the stash that did the stupid celebration. Oh, I like him. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that exactly. guy. Yeah. No, so that, that's, um, those, those are kind of my reasonings. Well, I defended, I defended Jackson, and then to round out, I have Jalen Johnson uh, going to the Pacers. I don't know what their future is with a lot of their wings. I think he would fit in nicely there. And then I've walked up. Wagner at uh, 14. I, Josh, do you think he's going to go as early as you predicted? You know, I kind of fight with that because if th- he's definitely a player like somebody has to look at and go like, you know what? I think he could fit because nobody's picking him just because he's the best prospect. Uh, I think Sacramento kind of looks at him and goes like, you know what? He might fit our group because a lot of players after him, uh, in terms of prospects or before him are just guards like Keon Johnson's James Bonite, Moses Moody, like players drafted around Davion Mitchell. I don't think they mm-hmm. need another guard. So I think they just kind of shoot a little early just cause they can't get a trade partner to go down. And, you know, it'd be fun to see the Wagner Wagner action in Washington. I'm not going to lie there, but I think that he goes a little bit early. He's probably the so, player where it's like, mm. yeah. The reason why he fits with the Warriors so well is they don't need him to be like great offensively. Obviously, Steph Clay and whoever else they take at seven, or you know maybe they're not even select. Right. So he's, you're drafting for Warriors. That I, I think am I drafting. Like, I like that okay, pick a yeah. lot because he's very pro. He can slide in defensively. He has good IQ. Right. But exactly. yeah, he's very yeah, good. So, I like that. Good. Thank you. So, all right. So we got a little bit of homework to take care of before the mock draft is done. Uh, I'll start with Josh here, and then George will talk a little bit later uh just name your one through 14 uh and then tell me the biggest winner from your draft in your mock. okay and then i also have a little segment afterward of players that are outside of it i don't know yeah that was, that was gonna be the uh okay the cleanup. so uh we'll go 
quick one through 14 Cade Cunningham to Detroit Jalen Green to Houston Cleveland trades Kevin Love in the third pick to get the sixth 16th and the first round pick in 2023 Oklahoma takes Evan Mobley with the third pick uh Jalen Suggs goes to Toronto at four Scotty Barnes goes to Orlando at five Cleveland with the sixth pick that they originally got from OKC takes Jonathan Kuminga Warriors trade Wiggins, Wiseman, 7th and 14th pick for Beal and Bertons. We'll just say that for argument's sake. Uh, with the 7th pick, Wizards draft James Bonite. At 8, uh, Magic draft Moses Moody. Uh, Kings draft Wagner at 9. Pelicans draft Josh Giddy at 10. 11, Hornets take Keon Johnson. 12, Spurs take Alperin Sen- Sengen. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You're Pacers not. take Davion Mitchell at 13. And Washington, with the pick that they acquired via Golden State, takes Corey Kispert at 14. Beauty. Uh, who's your winner? Who's the, who's the biggest winner? Biggest winner here? Uh, I think it's I think it's still got to be Orlando. Uh, I think that they just if they're just able to get a score and a good defend and two great defenders, uh, players with a very high ceiling. Uh, I think that, you know what, they, if they're just adding more youth to, uh, players to possibly even replace the players that they have now, I think that puts pressure on their current players to do better and the other players to try and catch up to those players. So I think the biggest loser, cause I think that's what you're going to ask me next. I was but I like it. Uh, uh, like, I think probably, Josh McKee. Probably Houston. Uh, they're kind of stuck in a pickle if they can't get out of that second pick because they can't decide if they want Mobley and Wood or if they want Green and Kevin Porter Jr. Either way, that could be a power struggle for a very young team. Uh, if they can't get Cade Cunningham, who would fit them perfectly, uh, they can't trade up, doesn't look like they're going to. If they can't trade down uh, to get some more viable weapons, then they're kind of just in a pickle of who do we want to overload more? And I don't know. I'm not entirely a big fan. And the Pelicans also, but the Pelicans always lose, so I don't have to mention it. <laughs> Thank Ow. you. Well done. All right, George, it's time to talk. Yours will be a lot more cut and dry. But yeah, just name your draft and then give me a winner and a loser. Okay. So moving from 1 through 14, Kate Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs, Jonathan Kuminga, Scotty Barnes, Moses Moody, James Boaknight, Joshua Giddy. Davion Mitchell, Keon Johnson, Isaiah Jackson, Jalen Johnson, and Franz Wagner. Winner, I have the Toronto Raptors. I think Suggs is perfect. He's almost like a Lowry replacing. Obviously, he's not going to be that great early on. He's athletic, slasher, can defend well, uh, fits perfectly in the Nick Nurse system next to Freddie Van Vliet. And, you know, if they're healthier this year, I think they can get back into contending, at, at least for a playoff spot. I don't know about contending overall. My loser of the draft. Now this is where I don't know if I can say this. Can I say the Warriors for me if they if they keep their picks? Is that allowed yes, or no? You can. Yeah, yeah you can. I, I would say that. I think they. Need I would to, agree with that too. The Warriors cannot leave with these picks, no, and we'll get to the they, on to the preview show on Tuesday. But yeah, oof, then, yeah that's yeah. my that's my loser because these these guys are great, but they're not going to help you win and maximize your chances with Steph, who I think is 33, 34. Um, they need to go win now and try and get another one out with that core Steph Drake play. Sounds good. And then, yeah, the, uh, the cleanup crew, the, uh, last hitter is, uh, just some, uh, some guys that they're going to obviously go in the draft, but they didn't make our lottery. Uh, so just some guys that stand out, you think are going to be big steals. I know Josh has a few, George, if you got a few chime in or just piggyback off Josh's and, uh, give your two cents on that. So Josh. All right, so I stuck to three because there's a lot of players that I kind of like at the end. Uh, I have three players to watch and where they go, and I have three players to avoid. So we'll start with the watch. I hate with everything. 
Uh, three players to watch. Uh, again, a little bit of bias. My favorite pack. 12 team right here. Uh, Zaire Williams. He is the most mm-hmm. athletic. Oh, my gosh. He is so athletic. He is, uh, I think he'll probably go uh, probably between 20 and 30. Uh, definitely somebody that can contribute to a team right away. Josh Christopher. He probably has the potential to be a bit better of a defender, but has the same bag as Norman Powell, essentially. Probably could be better just in both fields. And the better version of uh, Isaiah Stewart, or not Isaiah Stewart, uh, Isaiah Jackson, Kai Jones from Texas. He, he is, <laughs> I guess George is, George is taking a phone call. George so taking I'll a phone do, call. There's a, there's a live viewer that wants to. <laughs> wants I'll do, a, to, I'll do the three sense. players to avoid. Uh, one of them, obviously everyone's been talking about it. Uh, Luca Garza. I just feel like I had to mention him. Uh, he's definitely somebody I don't. It was a that, random caller. Oh, no. I don't think anybody should take off. Take Luca Garza, uh, Sharif Cooper from Auburn. I don't think he has the size to be a point guard. I think he needs to have the ball in his hand, and he's not a shooter like Trey Young. And I have concern. Shout out Joey. Sorry, Joey. Uh, Chris Duarte uh, from Oregon. Oh, he turns twenty. Okay. He turns twenty-four before the season starts. He reminds me a lot of Malik Monk. Uh, very, very skinny relies too much on his shot, might not translate. He's a bit of a concern defensively. I think he still has a chance to be good in the league, but I have concern. And with that, especially where they have him draft uh, anywhere from the back end of the lottery to like the end of the first round, I feel like that's still too high in my opinion. So Josh I need George. to know, I need to know what the what question, what Josh did, because there was something different pre-game, and he comes out with something else. I don't think I'm going to explain to you. I think I'm just going to have Josh kind of do that monologue. And uh, you got anyone you're watching for? Uh, okay. For, for yeah, I got, a few, I got a few players I'm watching. First, Jared Butler. He had a heart condition or something certain, and he had to get cleared. So his stock might drop. Jeff and Green. He's, he's, very, he's very talented. Uh, some people say Butler's best player. I don't know. Uh, phenomenal guard, terrific shooter, good defender. Um, so that'll be interesting to see where he goes. I've seen fall as late as the end of the first round. Some people were saying he's a for sure lotto pick. We'll see what happens there. Trey Murphy out of Virginia. I think he's another phenomenal guard, another great uh, wing defender. I've seen him go to places like Memphis, which I'd love uh, to see him there. And then one more, I'm going to say Kai Jones out of Texas. Uh, incredible. I think he plays. That's what I said. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I won't explain then. I won't explain then because I got a phone call there. So sorry about that. And then I also saw a spam call in the middle of our podcast. A spam call. I thought thought it was. No, no, no. It was an 805 number, but it was like. I I might have got a prank call or something. But uh, in a mock draft, I saw Corey Corey Kispert uh, to the Lakers. I saw one of the mock drafts. That'd be kind of nice because we do need shooters. But yeah, those are the players I'm watching for. Oh, my gosh. I that's a that's a dream, but passes from Lemicki in the corner. Well, thank you, boys. Uh, that was the mock draft. Solid. I liked it. Uh, what I'm gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna do research for the next two days after having no college watching any really any Should of it this year. Watch March Madness. This what I did. I, I did watch March Madness, so I'm gonna you put that knowledge and some research knowledge and say my top three favorite and least favorite players that I would draft and wouldn't draft, and we'll see okay. if I come out with any kind of knowledge at all, but I should get ready for this draft. Uh, but yeah, besides that, we're just going to cover a few more rumors. Josh basically covered a lot of the rumors in his mock, uh, capitalizing on this team wants to do this. How would they do it? Uh, like for example, war assessed with the trade for star. He named the package, uh, what they would do to get it. Uh, and then also 
the uh, Thunder wanting to move up, they move up in his mock draft. So we got two other things to talk about. One, you guys would keep talking about Houston needs to be a winner uh, in order to move, like they need to move up to me, move up in order to win the draft. Uh, says they got Eric Gordon, future first, and their own pick on the table. Uh, is that it? I don't feel a way they can do it, but they're thirsty for it. There's been like four reports in the past week they want to get that first pick, get Kate Cunningham. Detroit seems set. Is there any chance come here on Friday morning after the draft? Houston has Kate Cunningham uh, after moving up to get the first pick. Josh? No, I unfortunately. I think Pistons are – they would have to be absolute by George. Pistons would have to be absolutely blown away uh, with a trade – and I don't think that they are. And Detroit's like the bottom of the barrel. So like I saw a thing where the Warriors had a chance to do it, where it, they would trade Wiseman, Wiggins, 7, 14, and something else for Jeremy Grant, Corey Joseph, and another pick. And then they would get Corey Joseph, Jeremy Grant, and the seventh pick. Or the first the pick? First. I don't Detroit is the first pick. They don't yeah, have any so, other first stuff. Yeah, so it was something ridiculous like that. That's I don't crazy, know. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think Detroit's set. It's a. It's you, they're gonna. They're not gonna do great with him anyways. So it's like it might as well take him. There's not. There's not a player. I think Detroit goes. You know what? I think they that will be better than Kate Cunningham. So. Okay, and then also uh, last Knicks from the news again. Uh, first time since <laughs> they lost. Uh, I would like to. Oh, George is back. Um, I would like to say something about, oh, okay. I would like to say something about New York. I saw a thing where <laughs> there, uh, I know that you were talking about superstars. So, or you're talking about New York and New York wants superstars. Oh, okay. Um, so the proposed package that people are talking about a little bit is bless you, George, uh, RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly, Oh shoot! Who is that other one? Some another player. I can't Obi remember Toppin? who. Not Obi Toppin. It was uh, no one wants Obi. Mitchell Robinson, nineteenth pick, and I think they have another pick also. Twenty first, nineteen and twenty first for Dame. That's it. What the hell? <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's the trade that they're looking at. I don't think that's an. I, I can't tell if that's enough though. It's it shouldn't be for Portland because then you have to get rid of Nurkic, and you leave CJ kind of on an island. And I don't, I don't get, know. I don't care about CJ. It's what you're getting back. It's and what you're getting back nothing. for Dame. That's not good at all. Uh, but I know New York is talking about it, and for it to continuously be in the like the picture, it kind of kind of concerns me. Because it's like, oh, maybe like it actually happens, but you know, I doubt it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Knicks are looking to move up. Uh, would you do you see them trading those two picks or moving up more? What's more likely to happen? I like where New York stands. Actually, like, I think you that, like having those basically back to back mid first. Yeah, because there's a lot of players that are still very good there. They could take uh some players that might need a little bit of growing or players that are a little bit pro ready. They have that choice. Uh, that I don't know if they're gonna keep Derrick Rose, but they definitely have the opportunity to replace him if need be. I like their young core. I don't. I kind of have mixed feelings about Julius Randle, but I like where they're going. I need to see. I need to see Mitchell Robinson play a game. 
desperately before I'm ready to really make a consensus about. So they have 19 and 21. I would definitely they say they quickly should... back out of the first last year. Yeah, and that turned out I mean, pretty good. Listen, if, they, if they go, if they go away from Rose and you know nobody likes Alfred Payton, uh, Knicks fans don't. I mean, Sharif Cooper's there. Butler, like I mentioned, is there. Those are those are solid guys. Those are solid rotation guys. I don't I don't really. I mean, I know Tibbs loves you know running guys down, but they could really get some nicer rotation guys if they want. Jaden Springer, Jaden Springer's one. I know Josh doesn't like Duarte. I do. I think that would be a nice pick for them. Uh, you know maybe. what? That would put pressure on R.J. Barrett. If they made Duarte and they said, hey, you shoot the ball, R.J. play point guard. That's a lot of pressure. Trey Mann, is, Trey Mann from Florida is nice, too. I don't think he's top 20. Not Terrence Mann, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, yeah, probably not. But So, yeah, guys like those, I think I think it's better for them to keep what the core they have. I don't think, I don't think that package gets them damn, honestly. But I do like them keeping those two and getting some – you know, shore up the end of the rotation. Although, who knows if Tips is even going to play him because he loves playing the starters, forty-eight minutes a game. So, so you okay? Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all the draft stuff we have to cover right now. Um, excuse me. Fifty-two gonna... minute preview. Oh, Lee and I are both kind of what we're expecting. Slimicky for being sick. It's, I did not get you sick. You did not go to Arizona with me. You got yourself sick. Uh. Going to all those uh, Greek parties, those ragers. Totally, totally. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna have the preview on Tuesday. I just got, I, I got a lot of ideas. Just talking to you guys with that mock about what we're gonna talk about on uh, Wednesday morning's episode. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we got a little bit of the news, uh, some quickies, and then some Team USA stuff. We're gonna get, get the hell out of Dodge. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, all right. First up, Lakers and Kings discussing a trade. Thank you, Woj. Um, also important to note here. Uh, <laughs> Woj said that the Lakers have offered Kuzma and KCP to literally every team in the league. I, well, first off, those are like two of their only four guys under contract. So obviously, if they're talking, who are the trades, other two? Lamicky and A Disney. So, <laughs> so obviously, those guys are going to be the ones that they're talking about in trades currently because they can't do signing trades. So obviously, in any trade package, those guys are coming up. And to every team, yeah, I, I don't know why we'd, we'd be asking Detroit. Uh, about what we can get for Kuzma and KCP. So, so yeah, so so the trade is Buddy Healed for Kuz and KCP. Uh, Laker expert George Trudell, what do you think? I I I like it. I mean, Buddy Healed is a high for volume who? for who? For the Lakers. For the for the Lakers. For the Lakers. Uh, high volume three point shooter. And Halliburton giving the ball to Kuzma. <laughs> I mean, hey, Luke Walton would probably welcome it because he Luke loves Walton Kuzma for cried. some reason. I want Luke Walton fired and Kuzma and shot. Obviously, the Lakers' <laughs> biggest problem at the end of last year was was shooting, and Buddy has that green light. He would step into a bunch of threes, high volume score, and he's getting passes from Lamicky and A Disney where the defensive sometimes they're real names. Say their real name. He's not going to get defensive attention like he's seen in Sacramento. He so. doesn't move without the ball, though. Sometimes he just. I will say that still. KCP knows that he would have to buy a little bit defensively, but no with, defense. Uh, Frank Vogel being the head coach, Six, four. Uh, I'm all right with that. But hey, I mean, we Kuz is long gone. If you have to attach KCP to get Kuz healed, said he's like Tatum. <laughs> all right, Josh. <laughs> You can make those jokes, or you could talk about this from a Sacramento side. Actually, how how would Kyle Kuzma and Contavious Caldwell Pope fit? That's because a joke. 
it's because heel joke. doesn't fit there. Heel doesn't fit there at all. That doesn't fit there. But uh, look, look, they get somebody. They basically get a older, worse buddy healed in KCP who can play a little bit better defense, and they get Kyle Kuzma. Now, unless they see something special in Kyle Kuzma, like Kyle Kuzma sees in himself, they already have Harrison Barnes. What's Kuzma going to do? Replace him? I think he's Harrison cheaper. Barnes is, I don't know. He's cheaper. Harrison Marvin Barnes is better than Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma. Marvin Bagley front court. That's that's so disgusting. I throw off. They're going to lose Rashawn Holmes, probably. This is Sacramento, this is such a dumb trade for Sa- I wish to Are you running Kuz at one- the five, George? What are, are you, you said no, Kuz and Bagley? Kuz and Bagley. Bagley at the five, even worse. <laughs> if 2K got one thing right, I wish it was Marvin Bagley's potential because he's he so good. But now he just I just no, no. This Sacramento is this, is this a lose lose trade? What's it a loss for the Lakers for? I mean, they don't they, they don't necessarily Buddy Heald has no defense, and Josh is 100% right. Buddy Heald's like, this is my corner. Pass it to me, or I'm going to sit here. Or or I'm going to get the ball, and I'm only going to shoot. I'm not going to pass it. I'd rather have Ben Macklin more than Buddy Heald. He'd be cheaper, and he at least tries on defense. This is Okay, this is one of those trades. I will give it. This is one of those trades where right now it looks dumb, but a change of scenery for both teams could definitely change it. Like George said, if Lamicky can get Buddy Healed, we're gonna have to come up with a name for for Buddy Healed. Pluto Healed, I don't know, but if Bro, he's everybody able- gets twenty game and Kuz is an all star, it's just it's gonna Goofy, happen. Goofy, no, Goofy if Buddy Healed can buy into defense from LeBron and Anthony Davis, and he can move a little bit without the ball, he could be he can he could be a great asset. I don't think that'll happen. Josh sees it. Josh sees it. I don't think it'll Move happen. Move on, Lamicky Lobozo. Now, this is a stupid trade. I don't even like it. I don't. I think <laughs> I don't like it either. You got to put Kyle Kuzma Kyle in Sacktown. No, no, Darren I don't Fox like it. Is leaving. I would leave too. I'd I'd go stream full time to my contract. <laughs> so then I go right stay, now. Then I go sign with forty one year old LeBron James when his new team happens. Uh, all right. Something that actually has real weight in the NBA landscape. Uh, Bradley Beal is assessing his future with the Washington Wizards. Y- you go play for Team USA, some stuff starts popping up. Maybe I play for this guy. Maybe I play with this guy. This guy's better than me. Maybe I should leave. Maybe I should play here, here, here. He's freaking out. Loyal Brad Beal is freaking out. So, Josh, you're the Brad Beal guy. Uh what do you take of this, this report? I kind of saw this happening. It's unfortunate. You see, oh, you're Akinator. That's good. Okay. Uh, no, talk, talk no about I'm it. not. I'm not. But I just had a feeling that when he signed it, like it was a little bit shocking uh, just because it's shocking. so long and Washington really didn't have a direction. And maybe they had a direction. Uh, or they were just trying to change something when they traded Wall for Russell Westbrook. And mm-hmm. – I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit too early to jump ship, but maybe Bradley Beal sees the same thing that Harden saw with Russell Westbrook after one year, where it's like oh, one year is enough. This on Russ Mickey. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Uh, maybe he doesn't see himself competing with Washington. Maybe he wants to go to. I think it's just. I think it's just more that he loves Washington. But he's kind of taking the opposite of the Dame route where he's like, there's just no way I'm going to win here. Like, I want to stay here, but, like, there's literally no chance that I win. And, like, last year kind of is kind of setting it more in stone. And each year it kind of just feels like I'm losing more and more. And, you know, he wants to win. He's 28. He's playing the best basketball that he's going to play right now. Uh, So, you know, 
before it's too late to make that before it's too late for him to you know make that decision he wants to do it so i don't know Um, so josh um, you made it very clear when we started the episode pre when we were in the stream yard that he's assessing his future it's not a trade request uh do you think it turns into a trade request? request no because when somebody assesses their future with the team we've seen this before kobe said i don't want to be here anymore because the future i don't see myself as a laker because of the future he, they he traded for, they yeah. traded for pal gasol it was close. and i know he was close to getting traded but at the end of the day that's what happened we've seen this happen before i don't think it's like a i want out of here it's just like a prove to me that like like the future i'm a part of a winning future with this team i think maybe it's just a little bit of pressure but eventually if you come, if we, if it keeps going down this route, it will eventually lead to a trade request, as you were noting. But I don't think that this is the step to a trade request. I think it's like a make moves sort of. George, step. final thoughts on uh, Brad Beal? I think he does end up putting uh, a request out, and you know, obviously that doesn't mean like Josh mentioned. As soon as he requests get... a trade, he's gone. He's going to be one of those like it's a week. Well, listen, if you if you look at you know our the ideal trade is definitely the Warriors and I don't know if he looks the Warriors they really they're one piece away I don't think they necessarily are but you know there's a chance that if he joins there that they have a shot of making it out west a lot of people believe that and I mean I know he's he's 28 so he can he can sit back for a few more years and evaluate but he's gonna get shipped to okc and regret it all yeah like at, at that point Bill to boston richard aaron neesmith does he want to sit around and, and keep putting up you know 30 points you know damn near winning scoring titles and, and lose like does he really want that for a few more years just to be like oh this is what i knew all along Lots I, of Harden did, so. I know and then Harden just sat out for he two weeks. He made the conference finals. He yeah, was the best competition. Don't for mean the a Kevin thing without Durant a ring. Warriors. Don't mean a thing without a ring. So yeah, he I is think... one good leg away from holding up the championship trophy with. Nope, Kevin nope, Durant. nope. Chris Paul choked this year. That narrative is out the window. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Chris Paul, James Harden is no longer a, a Mickey Mouse champion. He's just not. He didn't do anything right ever. Champion. When did when did, when did Harden win? Where, where, what did I miss? We, we were giving him the ring in, in uh, 2018. We were like, oh, Chris Paul's healthy. Everyone watch out. Nope, not anymore. Chris Paul's healthy. LeBron, 2018 Sox, LeBron? 2018 LeBron? Oh, nobody. He, they're losing. LeBron has five. I'm sick. I do kind moving, of, on, oh. moving on. Moving on. I do want to say one thing, though. I don't know if you have any more. No. But I did hear a thing that Orlando is becoming a suitor to want and trade for Kyrie. What the hell? Where the hell did you? Now, Josh got you into the streets. What streets is this? CBS. So, <laughs> I I've heard that Orlando is heavily. Did Tony Romo tell you that? I, I don't know what they would trade to Brooklyn for Kyrie personally. <laughs> okay, Josh. But I know everything. that Kyrie and I know Kyrie and Brooklyn have kind of split. So maybe Kyrie's if something bad happens, he gets traded to Brooklyn, and he would not. Stop it. Well, no, he's no. on Brooklyn, so why would he get traded? I mean, Orlando, Orlando. He's retiring if he gets traded to Orlando. <laughs> the dunk. Okay, we should finish this up. We're, we're, All right. We're, well, we're, we're, already, we're already off the goop. Let's talk about Leangelo Ball to the Hornets. Uh, the biggest news that came out of this weekend. He's going to be playing with the Summer League team. Uh, how do we like this? Is Lonzo going to Charlotte? 
Is Lonzo going to Charlotte? What's happening here, That'd George? Be so funny. George, you're the big ball in the family guy. Watch it on Facebook Live now. I watch it for Denise. Uh, but why do you watch it? And uh, so, Leangelo, are we going to see the balls reunite here? I don't necessarily think so. I don't know if it's possible this season. I, I don't. I mean, if the Pelicans want back like a Rozier or a Devonte Graham, maybe I'm it. Afraid. He's he's a free agent, man. He's restricted. They don't want him. They don't want him. If it goes over, do you think that they're they're gonna Hornets? The Hornets. I don't know how much cap space the Hornets have now. After they can max that whole out. They can max him out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, then then they maybe, but that, man. I don't. I don't see it. I I, I just think. It's going to be maybe a sign and trade somewhere else. I don't know if Hornets have the pieces over a team that, you know, Bulls have been interested in Knicks. I don't know, but there's some chance. I don't, I don't think it's a great chance, but I'd love to see that honestly. Josh, it'd be fun. I would like it, but I don't think it'll happen. Unfortunately, I'm kind of with George on this one. It's just it's speculation, but you know, I feel like maybe they all meet up at like a New York. Like or a, somewhere, a, or a bit, like... <laughs> a bit more spotlighty than Charlotte. Like oh, Michael, oh. Jo- Michael Jordan, Lavar Ball. <laughs> you know the ball. Nah, I don't. Like he's it. he's already got two of them. It, Why it you like? It's like, never gonna it, happen it, in Charlotte. He's like, got two of them. It sounds like a. It sounds like a. <laughs> it sounds like a TV drama. They have a TV drama. <laughs> I know, but I we also only watch Ball in the Family to see Tina Ball's. Continuous recovery from her stroke. That a- woman. A- just Amen for Tina. <laughs> refuses to go out. Respect. Uh, chances on Leangelo actually making the squad. This is like the random. This is like you know Michael Beasley getting a summer league invite. Okay. I don't, I, What's higher? What's higher though? That he gets released. He gets cut from the summer league team before summer league ends, or he makes a roster spot. Makes a roster. They're not gonna. Who was that time someone's got cut in the middle of summer? Like, you bad, like, just bro. Stop. Trash. <laughs> like, get out of here. We don't I want don't you in the locker room. I think he makes the roster spot. I feel like George would get benched before cut in summer camp. league. I think he makes training camp. Yeah. And then I see another Mike Corzemba video of how they quote-unquote screwed over the ball brothers. I hate Mike Corzemba. George, is he going to make the <laughs> – is Leandro Ball going to make the uh, – No, like I said, this is just a random summer league invite, just like how Michael Beasley got one. I don't think he's making a roster. Michael Beasley's a baller. Don't disrespect Michael Beasley. This, this is a Jimmy Hyroller supported podcast only. No Mike Corzemba. <laughs> Ever since he made that Lonzo Ball oh, video, that was... Steph Curry with a 40-inch vert. Amen to Don't that. Comment, All right, nightcap. Team USAS stands for United Lehman States of America. This is Lehman's segment. So they dropped their first game, 83-76. <laughs> they drop it. And you might be, oh, they dropped a game first since 2004, when they did not win the Olympic gold. They've won it ever since then, but not in 04. Uh, they... Lose to France, like I said. France goes on a sixteen to two run. Uh, the Frenchies kill it. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, don't Google him. Nicholas Batum, they just went ape wild. It, it was it was a like kids in a candy store. There was no three seconds. Rudy Gobert's chilling in the goddamn paint. He can't. He's not moving. <laughs> There's a seven two guy, and Bam's trying to do stuff. He just can't. You could bring the Javale McGee onto the court. You could do what you want. Just because he's seven two doesn't mean he can actually do anything. You're losing to the guy who lost his own team a chance in the NBA Finals. Rudy Gobert, a guy who gave up on his team, 
And, and Evan Fournier, I like the guy, but come Don't on, he Google. was cooking. Don't Google him. I mean, you guys are with me now, right? You have to be. Now, it, it's it's worrisome it's for concerning. Team USA. It's concerning. Don't say nonchalant. You were sitting here two 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 days ago. Oh, they're gonna win the gold. It's an easy money. That who's no, gonna I'm stand their way? I'm gonna, I watched a I watched a YouTube video on this recently. Thank God. Of uh, the rewind of how USA lost their chance to win a medal because they lost two games and they lost to Yugoslavia, the Peja Stojakovic team. There's a lot of Peja Stojakovic <laughs> in my, going on in my name. But they didn't have a lot of star power uh, in that team. And it was like they didn't quote-unquote know each other. Uh, and that's what lost them there because there's a lot of ISO ball. They just didn't mesh well as a team, whereas these guys like kind of come together like these other countries, except Slovenia. That's just Luka Doncic. But I see it now because – I know they have Durant and Lillard. They have a great star team, but like they don't really play with each other. I've and, been screaming that, but screaming at it. Same, at the same time, you have to wonder, like, if like LeBron or Anthony Davis, like, if like if, even if like LeBron, like if LeBron, like the middle guy that meshes like the team chemistry meshes well with everybody was there, like, wouldn't they just be winning these games? Yeah, but there's. It's it's the middle ground. I get between, that they don't have they, it, and no, so th- no other team has a KD. No team has a Dame. I don't know if any teams have a Jason Tatum. Tatum. <laughs> like, like uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a guy named Luka Doncic actually. Where uh, tell me when he wins the gold, George? I'm talking about teams that matter. He just, he just dropped 48 today. Luka I'm talking about teams that matter. Australia, Argentina, Slovenia. Slovenia uh, as a team, they play a. Phenomenal. That's how feeble they works. They don't play phenomenal. They pass the ball to Luka Doncic you and can't he, say he had four And they play phenomenal as a team, George. Pick a struggle. Anyways. <laughs> we'll come back to this. No, if they, if they play, they, so I'm going to get nasty. Do you want a cookie? Do you want us to ship you to Slovenia if they win? You want me to give you a give you a high five from Luka Doncic like a make-a-wish kid when you're when you running out of the tunnel? Is that what you want? You <laughs> want to give Josh, you a high five? It, at the Josh, it, shouldn't, it, it just shouldn't matter, like Lehman said. It, you, you shouldn't be yeah, needing no, they, they, they the greatest – you know, no, I'm saying they do, average. George. You know, let me finish. Start saying Luka Doncic is Michael Jordan. No, they don't. They, they don't. They <laughs> have Luka the most Jordan. talent. <laughs> Actually, we were talent. saying the same point. You're just pissed oh off God. right now. They have the most talent, but they don't have enough talent to get over the hump of no chemistry. You like that, George? You like that? Like, like, were you going to say that? I, that? I, that kinda, I like that. That shouldn't matter. I mean, I get it. I mean, that shouldn't matter. Thing, what do you mean it shouldn't matter? They would go undefeated right now if they had LeBron. Wait, so team chemistry? Oh, so chemistry matters a whole lot, but Slovenia not playing as a unit doesn't move you. Who George, had 48 on the, on the USA team? Who had 48? Oh, that's talent. That's talent, no? Katie could do that. Katie could do that. Katie could do that. George, George, George. Oh, okay, he's not talented now. That's what George, 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 George. It's different when everybody on Slovenia understands that Luka Doncic is the talent and they work around it. They do everything he doesn't need to. They don't know their roles. Everybody on team... Everybody on Team USA is no, usually like the number one or number two like guy on their team, and they all come together and don't know each other. So they all just play the way that they know how to is, you know, create for themselves, and that doesn't work because they don't have that superior. I mean, they have superior talent than the other countries, but it the chemistry kind of balances it out. As you saw, this game was close, and they lost. But if they had the talent like the LeBron to overcome that, which is what Lehman's saying, we're not talking we're not talking about the lack of talent of other teams. We're not trying to down, downgrade any of that. We're just saying that all the other teams come together because 
they know each other. They grew not grew up, but like so they're from the same country, and they practice well with each other. You're saying that LeBron by himself would omit the rest of Team USA's chemistry issues and how they don't know how to LeBron, play together as number one. Would kind of lower the chemistry issues because it's LeBron James. But you, you're, you yourself said that they're all number ones. They don't know how to be, you know, passive. They don't know their roles necessarily. LeBron's going to fix every single thing, or is this a bigger problem than just? I any think you're negating you these two things. It's chemistry and not enough talent. LeBron brings chemistry, and he brings a little bit of I, talent I don't, too. I don't like the I don't like the talent thing. I get the chemistry thing. That's their biggest flaw. But you don't this, like the talent. What do you thing? mean the talent thing? They LeBron, have the best talent. They have they the best have talent. Big man talent. They don't. That's, they don't have enough big man talent. I just still think that shouldn't that honestly shouldn't matter. They should the, the chemistry, I hey, guess, Dave. yeah. It's a, are you saying no excuses pick your head up, or are you saying this team can win it when it goes right saying, now? I'm They're just I'm no, I'm saying, saying you look at I'm saying you look at every other team in the pool and you stack them up against the USA's roster, that I think that they should be able to overcome the chemistry and be able to win. Nobody's giving an excuse for uh team USA's loss. We're trying to re we're trying to explain why they lost. And why they're set up for failure? We're not trying. I don't to think they're them. set up for failure. I think that's a. Co- I, I I don't. They like are set up for failure. They do I not have. They literally are set up for failure. They just got a bunch of ISO scores don't, that don't, don't play. So. That don't 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 mesh well. This have team. You seen, this George, team should be able to get it done. They the should win. Team. Are you guys saying they that this team, as currently constructed, shouldn't win gold? I'm saying th- they have a chance to, but USA is supposed to be a favorite. I know. I know. There's a lot of overseas talent. You got all these guys coming over. But it's still USA's to win. So the then they're not league. set up to fail. If you're saying that they should be expected to win, I'm. It's the chem, George. It's the chemistry. It's the George. Chem, it's, their own so, fault. it's their own fault. They're not winning, George. I'll say that it's their own okay, fault. Okay, fine. That makes yeah. The player, yeah. Okay, but they weren't set up to fail. Jesus they're Christ. not. That's what that's what you're saying. They weren't set up to fail. They're just not putting it together themselves as a team. Oh my God. George, you all can right. put all the yeah, you can put all the pieces together. That's what that's what he's trying to say. You can put all the pieces together, but the pieces have to work together in order to form okay. the puzzle. They have all the pieces. But I yeah, okay, I just still don't think that they were set up to fail. I just think they're not coming together. We are saying they're set up to fail because they didn't they didn't pick guys. I just I don't think Okay, yeah, and every other country has Tons of flaws. The USA has probably the least amount. We literally get a soundbite after every game. Man, these dudes different in their their country jerseys. It, it, that's the chemistry. That that's that's so, the talent. Yeah, You're chemistry. Thinking even Fournier is not raw. Watch the tape. He no, the, I one did. Of the best I, I saw it. I saw he George, dropped the 30. chemistry thing is st- name we have chemi- okay, this is a big chemi- social the, media world. Their right lack now. of chemistry isn't it. a reason that they were set up to fail. That means they're not going up to par as as the team. They weren't sh- Yeah, but George they weren't they dealt a short hand. to mesh the chemistry together. How, George, don't how are you supposed so. to build chemistry when every player plays the same? That is a building team problem and that creates the chemistry problem. That means they're set up to fail. I'm not saying they can't win gold. I'm not saying this team is not good. I'm saying the way they set it up, it's very tough for Kevin Durant to go out there and, hey, I'm going to try and bring all these guys who are just worse versions of me who don't buy in on defense, who don't buy into knowing their role, and let's see if we can win gold. Oh, by the way, my biggest big man is 6'3", unless you count Pierre so three you, times. Isn't that more of a coaching thing? <laughs> it's not. 
how can he coach JaVale McGee to be your starting I'm center? Saying, I'm saying like I'm saying like Popovich. Yeah, no, isn't I the, mentioned that earlier. This isn't that is that isn't coaching. Isn't that more team. of a coaching thing that the coach isn't putting the players in the position to play different? No, George. No, no. It's George, a Colangelo it's thing. Colangelo, Colangelo made the team. I'm sure Pop had a hand in it as well. And that, that's I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the talent that was added. I'm saying putting those players in the right pieces of the coach. What's your starting lineup, George? You got Rudy Gobert out there, and he's going to stand in the whole that, time. You want Dam at center? You want Dam McGee? I mean, the guys are playing off. Dam McGee. I mean, I mean, guys, you want Dam McGee playing off against the top centers in the league? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they're not playing the right spot. And it's not a coaching. Where where would you put him? It is a coaching. Where would you put him? Huh? Where would you put him? The the team. Oh, they're starting against Rudy Gobert. They got to have a different scheme. They're they have to have guys that buy in. Scheme. You, they're like, not playing. They're not playing great defensively. They're not bothering defensively. Forty bomb. It doesn't work that way. They're not sharing the ball as well. It's a bunch of ISO ball in a in a league where passing is paramount in in chemistry against the the Olympics. Yeah, that's because the chemistry. That's a coaching thing, man. The coach isn't. Coach George, drawing the up coach plays. can't make the players pass the ball. I don't think you're really registering. Well, then, yeah, it's, it's a player's problem. It's it's the player. That's what we've been. George no, Wilson to add he's twenty seen. timeouts, and every time they need to score, Pop's going to call it. He's going to run a set play. And he's he's gets saying it it's pass, like pass, 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 he's saying it's, it's, a, a it's like an internal failure of the team that was brought there. That team should should win gold, and that's the expectation. And if they can't, then it's the player's George, fault for coming up short. Of course, it's the expectation. We are trying to explain why they aren't doing that. But it's not. It's not a moment. setup failure. Yes, it is. I don't. I don't see George, how it can George, be. George, 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 George. I'm gonna explain this to you. This is Lehman and I's opinion. We're not saying we're Colangelo and Pop. Oh, we're gonna build this team so they crumble because they can't work together on. I'm the not. Court. I'm not they taking it as that. Yes, you are. That's literally how Lehman and I Lehman and I are literally saying that the team that they built right now at this moment cannot win, even though they should, because of the way that they they're because of their play styles. And it's showing on the court. That's what we're trying to explain to you. And you're just oh, they have to win gold. Don't okay, what they put that's they the put Miles Turner, they put Miles Turner into the dream a, a, a good a good section, George, uninterrupted. This is going to be probably the, the last of it. So just tell us, just get your thoughts out there. We're going to let, we're going to let you talk. When they have the best roster in the entire world out there, no matter even even with the flaws, yes, I get it. Not as much playmaking. Center rotation is smaller. I still feel like that at the end of the day, they should be able to come together and win. Chem- yeah, chemistry. That's what you practice for. That's what you work on. The coach has to put you in the right position to do that. I don't think it's a setup failure because they're the most talented by far. If you're the most talented by far, I, it can't be a setup failure, and you should be able to work around the issues of the more talented team. Okay. Uh, me and Josh will give her bottles, then we're going to get the hell out of Dodge because this was good conversation, but I feel like we're kind of running in circles here. It's, it's, the, it's not the talent. It's the, hey, we don't have a good-fitting team, and that's almost bigger than talent. That's what builds chemistry. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault because, God help me, I sat here and the best thing I could come up with was Christian Wood, or uh, I think Turner. I think it was Dwight Howard. Yeah, Miles Teller. Right. He, he's a whiplash. No, Miles Turner. Uh, so I'm not saying that they're they're they were they were do they're uh, it's all their fault. They can't you know pass the ball. It's just all I so it's all the coaching. I'm saying it's different this year. You need big men. You need people to guard these Nikola Pekovic-looking dudes who can pass like Magic Johnson. And it's just very hard, especially with these feeble rules, when 
the talent you know, yeah, no team has a KD, but they got guys who can neutralize KD because they know the FIBA rules, who can play defense, neutralize Dame Lillard because they know you know how to actually play when they put on that France jersey, when they put on the Argentina jersey. So I do really think it's different this year, and I'm I'm glad I got Josh coming around here, uh, but this game really showed it. I didn't wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, like our good buddy Josh Nowakowski did to watch it, but I put a lot of effort in looking at how this game went. And like Josh said, a lot of ISOs, it, it, everything screamed no no chemistry. I'm going to uh, – uh, so in 2004, they lost, uh, didn't get gold. Uh, 2008, their big man was Dwight Howard, and they had Banana Boat and Kobe. 2012, their big man was, Ty- was Tyson Chandler, uh, Banana Boat again, and Kevin Durant. Uh, 2016, their big man was DeMarcus Cousins. They didn't have Banana Boat, but they had Kyrie, uh, both, uh, and they had DeAndre Jordan, uh, Kyle Lowry and DeRozan, uh, and of course, Durant and Mello. And this year, they are rolling with JaVale McGee as their, <laughs> as their tallest guy. And they have a lot of guys that don't really play with each other. I think the only two people that are in the same team are what, Middleton and Holiday? Uh, I believe so. So it's a very different dynamic that they're coming with. And oh, I'm not saying that this team should, I'm not trying to say that we should expect lower because they have the most talented team that they should make it work. However, Lehman and I are saying right now that in the position, they can't overcome these flaws that they have, including the center position, most notably, even though they're the most talented, they still have that big man flaw. Uh, they can't overcome that without the chemistry and they don't play well together as a team. And that's what's ultimately coming to their demise. I'm saying if they had like a LeBron or like a mitigator, like a, even a Lowry, like just somebody that brings a team together, that's what changes the dynamic of team USA. That's what, that's how we recognize team USA. Obviously it's a talent, but like what really like capitalizes the USA is the, the chemistry and we don't really see it. We haven't seen it really this year. Like I still see videos from like the 2012 team when like social media wasn't as big as it is now. And it just seems very like different. The atmosphere and like them eating in a gas station. Yeah. Like, come on. Like that's a team. Yeah. It makes sense. But I don't know if, if bringing together like a fun chemistry guy, like, is that going to make them play better and get over that they're all ISO guys? I don't necessarily know. We're not saying know. we have to sacrifice talent for chemistry. The USA team isn't short of talent whatsoever. Like, we, yeah. like, I'm not saying they have to go Trust me, LeBron. George. Me and Josh from the same page here. Yeah. We, USA has the most talent. You, we were all in agreement here that USA has the most. Just how it's, you know, how it's kind of built and how it's put on the floor. Uh, final thoughts. We'll go a little positive here. Do you both have high hopes that USA can not just win gold, but turn it around and not be such a disappointment that it's been so far. Um, starting with next game, uh, George. Yeah, I, I think that, I think they should. Um, they did incorporate three new guys, so I'm going to give them a little bit of a cop out here that hopefully those guys... Uh, I mean, look... Drew, Davis Carpenter is <laughs> at the Olympics. <laughs> Drew, being their best, Drew being their best player on the floor today uh, probably won't be a sign going forward, but I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. Josh, high hopes, or are we gonna have the same conversation on Wednesday morning? No, we'll have high hopes. I think that they win. I think that they're gonna win. I don't know. It's kind of still up for the air if I they're gonna win gold, but I they're still the favorites and they still should. And I'm gonna stick with that. Sounds good. Good stuff, boys. Uh, but I'm gonna call it. Uh, 
thanks for listening or watching this nice episode uh it's good to have a have, have the three way back uh watch on youtube subscribe uh you know that you know at instagram at th hoopers uh at g underscore martin 21 he's already on there look at me staring at the phone uh <laughs> as always everyone thank you so very very much for listening uh every listen counts we're really trying to build here uh thanks for being an og and uh everyone enjoy the week